This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's go to the Pac-12. And, Jenks, let's start with a doozy of a matchup. Uh, we have number nine. Oh, never mind. I was looking at the second one. That's an absolute doozy. Uh, let's start with number nine, Colorado, laying three and a half at number eight, Washington, or eight seed, I should say. Eight seed, Washington, total of 139. And a half. And I'm laughing because we're talking about Cal, Washington State next. That's the game mm-hmm. that I'm laughing about. But I am not laughing at this one. So what is your fang- favorite angle here uh, in this Colorado game? Let me just say this again. When Colorado plays, it is a spike play. Where did my ex-wife go to school? She went to Colorado. Ooh. Last time I picked against Colorado, guess what? I was a winner. Ever since that nonsense, there's been a hex on the Buffaloes, and it will continue in this one. I predict the entire Colorado locker room will smoke a fat bowl before this game because I believe this is in Vegas where weed is legal. Don't forget to get on mm-hmm. the court. Washington by default. They've won three straight in this series. Wait, I'm, no, that's right. Three straight in this series, including their meeting back in January. Give me the Huskies plus the points. Lock it in. Yeah, why wouldn't you take Washington and the points here? Uh, like you yeah. said, clearly they have a matchup advantage of some sort if they are winners of the last three. And still, this is a sizable spread. Uh, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's over one possession. So I think I'll take the three and a half uh, with Washington. So, yeah, I think we're on the right side there. Let's go to this Cal and Washington State game. We've got Wazoo laying 14 and a half points. But yeah. Cal has been absolutely nothing to write home about what do they have three wins on the season but still Uh, a monster spread here for you know a game that's a neutral site cal stinks like they're so bad three wins all season long they are bad bad in basketball they're so bad i i'm not going to touch this game because i don't want to lay 14 and a half points by the way, money is coming in on Washington State, on the Cougs. This is how bad Cal is. Do you know who has the worst offense in all of college basketball? It's Cal. They are dead last. 58 and a half points per game. Two of their best players, DeWan Clayton, Devin Askew, both out for the season. Meanwhile, the Cougs have won six straight. Now, if you look at Cal's results, they're pretty competitive. So maybe you can make a case for Cal, but I would not touch the Golden Bears. The wheels could completely fall off in this one. Find another game. Right, because they are 2-1 and one against the spread in their last three against Washington yeah. State, including their most recent matchup. But, like, is this a team you really want to put your money on? Like a 14-point dog in the Pac-12 tournament? Like, I know you're probably itching for some action, but, like, All right. No, no, thank you, please. Uh, Let's go on to the next game where we have a much shorter spread and a much more competitive game. At least that's what the odds makers think. We've got 10 seed Stanford going at seven seed Utah. The Utes favored by one and a half, a total of 136 and a half. Jinx, uh, do you think that there is a play on the spread here? Do you like a total? Uh, Is there anything you like? Oh, I guess I would go with Stanford if I had to make a pick here just because Utah is is in bad form right now. The Utes have lost five straight, and during that time, they're 0-4-1 against the number. In fact, in their last nine games overall, they're 1-7-1 against the spread. Now, they split their season series, so they're clearly competitive with one another, but I'm just going to take the team that looks better right now. So give me Stanford, minus 110, money line. 
The sabotage factor for Stanford is that they have not been good away from home, just two and eight. Uh, but still, it's not like Utah has been great away from home or at neutral sites either, just four and seven and one and two at neutral sites. So there's not really too much to read into that. Uh, but I will say, like you said, the team that has been better at uh, from a betting angle has been Stanford, five and two against the spread in their last seven games. Meanwhile, Utah, oh, four and one against the spread in their last five games. So maybe this is a Stanford team that looks to be at least trending upwards as opposed to Utah, who are losers of five straight games. And we're talking about a short spread here. So I'll roll with Stanford mm -hmm. as well. Let's go to number six or six seed Oregon State against 11, uh, 11 seed Arizona State. We've got the Sun Devils laying nine and a half, total of 130 and a half. Boy, that's a low total. Uh, Jenks, are you looking at a total or are you looking at a side? Oh, man. I, these games. These tournament games are so not difficult to handle. No, they are not. I'm like, God, can we can we go back to talking about child actors or something? Like, I would have more knowledge than about who's acting in Hollywood right now than the Pac-12 lower-tier teams. But I'll give it a shot. But Arizona State, I believe, will be the more – motivated team here because they've been on the bubble for the past couple of weeks. They could really use a few wins, but Oregon state's offense is also abysmal. So I guess you, you think, okay, I'll go with the more motivated team, right? Arizona state needs this one, but here's the thing I can't get past the sun devils in their last 30 games, Chelsea, eight, 21 and one against the number against teams with a losing record. Oregon state definitely has a losing record. I don't know. I, I guess Beavers, Plus 10, based on the fact that Arizona State has not covered at all. But another game that I am not a fan of. I just don't like the number here. Because I do think Arizona State wins. But 9.5 is kind of asking a lot from ASU. Because here's mm -hmm. the thing. When they're favorites, they're normally pretty good. It's when that they're underdogs, they're not very good. As favorites this season, 13-5 and five straight up. Uh, and looking at Oregon State, just 4-18 and 18 when they are underdogs. Maybe there's a more creative way to play these. Like I have been doing like some money line parlays. And again, I don't think parlays are very smart, but do you ever think that there are more creative ways to play some of these? If you do not think that any chaos is going to be abounding, like can you combine, you know, Arizona State money line with some other plays? Or do you think that is, you know, asking for too much? I think you probably just go, and I don't know what the odds would be, probably not great. You'd still be laying minus money, but maybe you combine Arizona State and Washington State. But then again, you're still going to be laying a lot of minus money because Arizona State is minus 500 on the money line. Washington State is minus 1,200. So I am not a mathematician. I can barely operate an abacus. It's probably still a lot of minus money, but... God, the, these I'm telling these bottom tier Pac-12 games are brutal. Maybe that's the only way to play. Maybe you find another game where you have a a money line favorite that isn't so juicy. Then you combine that, and maybe you win. But then again, you're getting into maybe a three leg parlay. Those things are difficult to win. I don't know, Chelsea. I don't have the answer for you. Well, I am just trying to spin my wheels and find a like creative way to play this because, like you said, like these aren't games that I am running to bet on. I think if you do uh, favorites of more than like seven points, you probably do have to have a three-leg parlay. And like you said, it sounds easy enough, but when you are depending on three teams, somebody's always going to blow it. Like last night, it was the Knicks. 
the parlay leg that looked the most obvious that were blowing it for us, losing outright to the Hornets. So there's a reason that they still play the games because sometimes chaos abounds, and especially in some of these conference tournaments. I don't know, Jinx. I'm just looking for angles here, uh, and it's really tough. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.